Good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast. This is a weekly show about all things skateboarding. And my name is Rick Beta. You can email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com, or follow along on social media at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. And I hope all is well with you. You're listening to this on a Tuesday or whenever you're tuning in. I appreciate you uh, joining me. So let's get started. So I, I got caught up on some of my reading over the weekend. And I checked out this, uh, it was a great article slash interview on Jenkum. So it was titled, Black Skaters Share Their Experiences in Skateboarding. And this one was by Larry Lanza. I'll be sure to include the link on the, in the show notes. But, but needless to say, anything like this, I'm hopping into it as much as I can. I mean, for one, I want to hear what the skaters have to say, you know, what they've been through. And two, I want to hopefully learn something for myself in the process, you know, to see what I can do to help. So, and this one accomplished both for me. So, and of course, <laughs> I'm not going to read every single word from every single interview in this, but I, I just wanted to highlight some key points. There were about, it was about six skaters interviewed, five or six. And um, yeah, I'll just include it in the show, show notes on nomongo.com and, or you can just head on over to Jenkins' website as well. It was on, uh, was it July 3rd? 31st is when they originally posted. So, all right. So they got things started with Rashad Murray. And the let me just tell you this. So if you haven't read it yet, many of the questions were repeated, but then they were also kind of modified depending on the answers, you know, given and just kind of the flow of the, the interview. So here's how it, how it went down. So for Rashad's interview, he was asked one of the questions, what does Black Lives Matter, what does the Black Lives Matter movement mean to you? And his answer, his response was, Quote, to me, it means fighting back against oppression of black people. It also means fighting back against more than just p- police brutality. Our health, education, environment, resources, finances, and cultures should be protected. So, and he went on to say also, we must stop all forms of violence and neglect towards black people all over the world. It's sad that there has to be an entire movement for people to know that black lives should be cherished, cherished, Sometimes I feel like I'm reminding people that our lives matter, and it definitely gets me. End quote. That one still gets me as well. I mean, the, just the fact that we still have rampant racism all over the world in 2020. It's just so damn depressing. And as he says, it, 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 it really gets to him that oftentimes he feels like reminding people that black lives matter. It, it, <laughs> Think about that. He, he, it feels you shouldn't have to remind people that, you know, and it's it just so it definitely gets me as well, Rashad. So I, I, I had to note that one. <sighs> yeah, this is a this is a good article. Zach Allen, he was next. I wrote down the response to his question. He was asked, asked, what can the normal unsponsored skater do to support black skaters they like? And here's what he said. They can help or uplift black black skaters by including them. Help them learn. Look out for them. And just keep it real as you would any other person. White skaters can just can simply just repost things on Instagram, sign petitions, donate, give back to those less fortunate, and be an ally. And especially, you know, he mentioned this too. During protests, try and make sure black people aren't being mistreated. Very good point there. And, you know, I, I know a lot of this has been done, but I figured it'd be a nice reminder to like remind myself and anyone listening. These are little things that we could do. Next up, they had Kevin Romar. He also chimed in. His was a tough one to read. And it was he, what mainly stood out for me was the, his experience with the Minnesota PD. 
And I can't recall if uh, Mike Munzenreiter talked about it recently or not, but I, I do remember this being brought up on the uh, on their mostly skateboarding podcast. So shout out to that crew. But I just couldn't. I know it's been brought up somewhat recently. But here's what Kevin mentioned about that trip when he was the only black skater out of like ten dudes. You know, this was right after they asked him, you know, why he had to provide his driver's license. And he quotes, "It was a valid question. I guess he didn't like the answer, and he approached me." very aggressively and as i turned around he reached for my back the back of my shirt grabbed it twisted my neck part of my shirt and threw me on the concrete bench then he got on top of my body and put his forearm onto my neck he started choking me out with his forearm and all his body pressure was on me for at least a minute and he was choking me out and yelled and i yelled i can't breathe i can't breathe he continued to do it to the point that i thought i was going to die then he finally got off me after about a minute, yanked me up. He took my arm, twisted my shoulder to put handcuffs on me. That is horrifying, Kevin. And I can't even imagine. And I bet to see, to even say that, that to have that happen for a minute, I bet it felt like an hour. To have that feeling where you, you can't breathe, you think you're going to die. Oh, that one gives me chills. Sharik and Shannon gave a great answer to one of the questions. What should we be doing on a daily basis to help? This is a good one. It seems like a very basic question, but here's his answer. Give knowledge to others and those around with less understanding of what the problem is. I do feel like it is our right to educate and correct the ill-minded mistakes of people and stand to know what is right from wrong. And I love this one because, I mean, although I don't have an exact number, but most of this hate and racism is taught, right? We're not born to hate, like, period. So giving knowledge and educating our fellow humans will help get in the right step. Will it be easy? Hell no. I mean, many of of us have family members or relatives or friends or anyone that maybe they're not as educated and they're they're narrow-minded. It's tough to convince them otherwise. We know that, right? But that's one thing that we can do. It's not, I mean, it's, we're not born with it. We're not born to hate. It's taught. So moving on to Jameer Brown's stories, one of his stories. This one was scary and depressing. Check this out. Here's what he said about one of his experiences with law enforcement. Here we go. End quote. Cops have followed me into stores and even stood in line with me waiting for me to go skate so they can say something disgusting to me. Most of us in Philly have witnessed and experienced this at least once, if not many times in our lives skating in the city. Another time was when my friend got jumped by cops, given a fake ticket, and his board was given to a random person in a car. He had two black eyes for a month. He went to make a report and they told him those officers' names were fake on the ticket. That's real life. That's not a, a Tarantino movie or a script or screenplay from Hollywood. That's real life. Very scary. His cops followed him into stores and stood behind him to talk trash. That's low. Very, very low. And a couple more skaters left, you guys. Uh, Mustafa Abrams had this to say when asked, What can skate companies do to uplift the black skate community? And his answer. 
Yes, I've been waiting for a question like this. Skate companies can start off by giving jobs to black skaters and letting black skaters actually feel like they are part of the company or industry instead of trying to use the black image. Now sit down and think about how many black team managers, filmmakers, photographers that are involved in the skate industry. Now think about how many white team managers, filmmakers, photographers are involved. Why can't there be an equal opportunity or equal amount of opportunity? There are tons of black photographers and filmmakers that are good and probably even better. They just never get the same opportunity that the white photographer and filmmakers have gotten, and that's messed up. Everyone should have an equal chance to eat at the table. Excellent point. Excellent point. I fully agree. And this just does not, it doesn't apply to skateboarding. Quick ones that come to mind the NFL. If you follow sports, you know the debacle of what they're trying to do to try to give equal rights to anyone outside, anyone that's not white. <laughs> it's very, very white, too white. And in Hollywood, too. I mean, the game industry, the list goes on and on and on. But well said. Well said. I appreciate that comment, too. And then finally, Neftali Williams, who is currently getting his Ph.D., working on that had this to say when asked, how can skaters improve the industry and do better to not have that kind of talk? And this was in regards to just the N-word being used, etc. So his answer, the thing that's special about skateboarding is that without having a regulatory body, we're governed by our culture in the moment. The beauty in that is that people will tell you how to be respectful, and if you don't want to listen or don't care, you just don't get the call. You'll be by yourself. Nobody is obligated to tell you. Nobody is obligated to force you. People are like, I'm this way. I'm not listening to this. Cool. As your value decreases and your role in the culture goes down, you brought that on yourself. Keywords there. I love that one. I'm this way and I'm not listening to this. And he's like, cool. And he said, as your value decreases and your role in culture goes down, you brought that on yourself. Excellent point. Especially, I'm glad they ended with that. Ended with him. It's true, and it's just not. A, a, yes, it's monetarily monetary value, but just your overall value to society. Nobody wants to hear that garbage. If you're not going to be like a team player, have your narrow-minded views not change, your role in the culture goes down. Especially now in 2020, <laughs> everyone's getting exposed. Right, a lot of people are getting canceled. They're 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 horrible horrific thoughts and and mentality and everything is getting exposed you got high-end ceos i even you know even in the bay area here too the 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 melty pot of diversity and we have so many different cultures etc there's still racism it happened like the ceo got canceled in i think he was in carmel at dinner his value his his role in culture is declining if not if he's already been canceled his value has been decreased I love that. It's not everywhere. It's, it's, it's not just in the bear. It's everywhere, right? We've got to do our part to help. We need to stop you know, being human beings and start being human doings. And I'm talking mostly to myself. You know, I can't just sit back idle anymore and not speak up. Speaking to myself again. So that's why I'm glad I, I was able to read this. I mean, hopefully, you know, maybe this ruffled some feathers for you or at least you know will allow you to kind of help and step in and and do something at at anything down the road at all possible right will this stop in 2020 no way in hell but you know if we 
and I'm by we, I mean just the people listening to this, anyone that you know you maybe interact with, just anyone on this planet can do our part, and then it maybe just a little, little ripple, little, just a small little step each day, a little ripple in the wave of the universe is going to help right the ship. But it's not going to be overnight. But this was very well done. I'll include the link. You know, this I just picked out some of the chunks that I really that resonated with me. But go read all the interviews. You know, give these guys the respect and hear their voices. It was very well done. So great job to Larry Lands on that. And I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. So, but let me just end it with this. It just popped in my head too. I mean, I really do hope, just in my in my lifetime. To see like a significant change. I mean, it has to happen. I mean, I think about my kids. They're in there doing school right now. It is something that I really hope that future generations are not going to have to deal with. But it, it starts with us. It's getting... This year, regardless of the pandemic, we are making changes now that are going to affect 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now. And I think it just starts by just kind of listening, learning, just doing what you the best you can, helping your fellow, you know, man or woman or child. You know, we we got this. And I, and I love love. I know we talk a lot of trash about skateboarding and the community there's the ups and downs. Not, not every industry is per- perfect, but I love skateboarding. I love the platform that we have. And I think we can lead. We can definitely set an example. And, and, and the rest of the industries or just society, anyone's going to be like, wow, they get it. They got it. They understand this. That's all I got for this week, you guys. I just wanted to keep it on one topic this week. I felt it was very important just to, to highlight what these guys have said in this interview. I'll tune in. Oh, I'll tune in. Tune in next week, next Tuesday, same time, same place. And you can check out nomongo.com. In the meantime, I appreciate you guys listening, and I will see you then. <laughs>